0: Hey guys, this is your girl, Elle, coming to you with another episode in the Against All Odds series, where we talk about love, life, health, wealth, spirituality, and more. All things natural on this end. So today, this conversation is going to be about when the protector needs protecting a lot of times, um, we tend to categorize ourselves. I know I do. And people who are in my life or people who know me know I automatically attribute myself to being a protector. That's just who I feel like I am. That's who I've, I don't know if it's who i was born to be, a part of my attribute of who I was born to be. No, I'm not going to say I don't know. I do know because I've always been this way since I was a child. With my friends, family, you know, I could be the smallest one in the crew. Didn't matter. I was still going to protect you. So as I grew into an adult and teenage, well, teenager, then adult, that didn't leave it only flourished it only blossomed so i recognized it and i embraced it i knew that i was a protector and i was okay with it um so that brings me to the question when you're always being the person who is used to being the protector of people things Have you ever stopped and thought about who's protecting me? You know? um, Being a protector can have its advantages because people see you in a certain light and they feel like they know you'll be okay or that you'll handle yourself or you'll take care of yourself. But it also has its disadvantages because when people get used to thinking of you in that way or in that light, a lot of times they don't think about <laughs> that you still need protection yourself. There's certain things and roles that we grow up with, you know, just ideologies. From being a kid, the way we were raised, that you feel like are standard. We all do it. We all have them. It has a lot to do with your environment. So... In my environment, men, the men around us, around the women, the, the girl children, the aunties, the grandmothers were very passionate about protecting the women of the family. They were very masculine, dominant men that were, I would say, they give that kind of in-your-face protection. You're going to know if you're walking with or walking upon a woman in our family or just doing, you know, just kind of anything that makes, that could take that woman from under the covering or that child or that female in our family. If it, anything that looks like it might take them, Out of that protection of covering, the men are gonna step in. Whether and that and it, you know, the the rearing of that starts with even the young children. So the girls, the young girls, see how the older men protect everyone in the family, and the young boys see it as well. So they take on the role like innately because. Can see it happening. And with that being said, you know, everybody kind of just falls into the expectation of what's to be. But also the family enforces it because they will ask questions. Let you be somewhere with your cousins or... Uh, Uncle or nephew or something and something happens the first thing the family members are going to ask is well what did you do? Where was you at? Why didn't you you know how did you let this happen? Or you know they're going to question you first because you're the protection when they're not under that covering at the home or the you know family so I'm saying all that to say that's what I grew up with that that's my background as I said everybody has their own way of how they grew up so as I grow into an adult woman that's the protection that you look for That's what you've known. That's what makes you feel safe. So as we start to date and look for boyfriends and, you know, husbands, that's one of the things I feel subconsciously that is on our radar. If that's what you grew up in, such as I did, That's automatically on my radar. Is this person a protector? How do they protect me? And it can be. I don't know, because in one way. (laughs) I guess it's a great thing. But it's like a double edged sword. So say, you know, because you can meet somebody who's. A great protector, they're everything that you've known growing up when it comes to the realm of protection. And that's what if you focus on that and you see that, you will lean in and feel like, okay, this this is this'll work. This is great. Because you're focused on just that and not looking at all the other attributes of what you need. Or maybe the person has all the other attributes of what you need but they're not a great protector. So How do you, you know, it makes you look like, wow, well, I don't know if this will work because this I'm used to feeling protected or being protected. And even though you yourself are a protector, as I stated, even a protector needs protecting because being how I am. I don't want to have to always be the person who's on guard all the time. At some point, you want to be able to let your guard down and know that you have someone who is looking out for you. That's all of us, whether you're a protector or not. So, it really got me to thinking about how does that play into our lives as far as relationships, that can really become a problem or a, um, I don't know if problem is the right word, but that's just what I'm going to say right now because I can't think of another word. If you don't address it with your boyfriend or girlfriend or husband, spouse, partner, whatever title you want to give the person because you'll always feel like you're in this space of unprotection, like you're looking out for yourself. That's not a good feeling, especially for a woman being in a relationship, because it gives you the feeling of my partner, my my boyfriend, my spouse either is not protecting me or can't protect me. And it goes back to the what I talked about as far as how both people are raised because the whole connotation of the word can't it's not so much like they can't as in not try or they may feel like they are protecting you because of how they were raised. They're, the way protection looks to them can look totally different. So that conversation is a very important one. Because what that what looks like protection to them may not look or feel nothing like protection to you. And then you both will end up kind of thinking you're giving the other person what they need and they're not feeling that way at all. And at some point, it's going to come to a head where the situation is going to have to be addressed. Whether you choose to address it prior to being in a relationship or marriage or whatever it may be or whether it gets addressed in the relationship or marriage or whatever it is because at some point your partner is going to tell you why they thought you knew that they needed that and you can, you, your rebuttal might be, well, I thought I've been giving you that all this time. So I'm saying all that to say, make sure that people understand, one, who you are, two, and what you need. Make sure those things are very clear. Now now you will, you know, a person will continue to learn things about you and what you're doing and how you operate and all that kind of stuff. But there's some core things about you that a person should know. And there's some core things about you that a person should know you need. We have to have these hard conversations. Because it helps us avoid pitfalls and hurt and pain and situations that we just don't need in the future. Let me know your thoughts on this subject. This has been your girl, Elle. I'm sending you this message in peace, love, and light. And just make sure you know, y'all talk to your people. Until next time, I'm out. Blessings.